All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod. There is another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Miss something from the Todd Feinberg Show? Don't stress. Listen to the podcast at WTIC.com or on the free Odyssey app. I was reading the story today. Did you see it in the in the current? About Grubhub. Grubhub is just one of the several food pantries set up in Hartford Public Schools across the city to tackle, it's this phrase that got me, to tackle the growing problem of food insecurity. Now, how could it be that that hunger is a bigger problem today than it was 100 years ago or 10 years ago or 200 years ago? I mean, are, are, isn't food more abundant and less expensive all the time? Uh, okay, not eggs. But in general, food is remarkably affordable. How could there be a growing problem with all the charity that gets paid out, with all the federal money w- wasted? Yes, I will say wasted under the guise of doing away with things like food insecurity and all the state money wasted. Obviously, it's wasted because the state's bankrupt structurally. It's got so much debt. What has all the money been spent on, do you think? If there's a growing problem of food insecurity, is there actually a growing problem of food insecurity? Or is there just a problem that they invented a category called food insecurity? And now you've got people trying to find it wherever they can so they can pump those numbers up. Schools in America, but particularly urban schools, are failures. Public schools don't work. Part of the reason they don't work is because they're not there for the purpose of education. They're there, like all government entities, for the purpose of engrandizing the people in power. That is rigging elections. Schools are now part of the election rigging scheme, as they have been for a long time. But there's a growing problem of education insecurity because there's so much food being served and, and so, so many non-educational pursuits being driven through the schools. Eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. We're going to get the rants going. We're going to talk to Jim Watkins. We're going to talk to you. I hope it's the Todd Feinberg Show, live from the NJ Diet Studios on WTIC News Talk ten eighty. Okay, okay, okay. We've got a lot to do. We're going to take phone calls. We're going to play rants. We're going to talk to Jim Watkins. Is that everything? I think that's everything. Don in East Hartford. Hi, Don. Hi, good evening, Todd. Nice I'm to hear good. from you, my friend. What's on your mind? Are you mad at me? Yes, I am. I had a feeling you might be. And why are you mad at me? Because you cannot seem to empathize with, with poor people. I do empathize. I don't think poor people should have to go to horrible schools and have the priorities of those schools so scattered that there's no way to make them anything but an organ of politicians looking to find ways to get reelected. Don't you think yeah. poor people deserve to go to great schools? Yeah, of course. But and I'm and where do about... you see poor people going to great schools? 
I, I, the reason why I call it that was about, you made a statement a few minutes ago about food shortage. And the way you said it, you didn't, you didn't take into consideration that cost of living has gone way up and, and, and it's, it's much harder for, for poor people to buy food. Yeah, and they, not, and they pay $15, $20 an hour now to do an entry-level job. No, come on, Todd. That, I told you, you're out of touch, man. You need to come into the inner cities and come walk with me. You, you, you're out of touch, Todd. Okay, let's make a date. Yeah, you need to, you know, come on. You can't make blanket statements when you can't. You can't well, you know, I see, no- I see, I walk by places that have signs on their doors. You know, retail food establishments, starting pay $15 an hour, starting pay $18 an hour. They're paying a lot of money now to do menial jobs. Todd, Todd, $18 an hour, and, they, and you have to feed kids and pay rent and get to work. Come on, Todd. You see, you're out of touch. Well, wait a sec. So you're you're agreeing with me that the pay is much higher than it was uh, five years ago, three years ago even. But but it but it still has not kept in line with 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 with, um, with cost of living. Well, guess what drives up the cost of living is having the government do all these expensive things for free. The free stuff is what kills us. It's oppressively expensive. It I don't care who thought it is, Todd. I worry about poor people. That's why I don't care who thought it is. The fact is. Poor people cannot survive. And guess in, what? In, in, and, and, Don, I hear you. I'm on the same page with you. I want the system that helps poor people, and that has been proven to be the American system, not this uh, communist uh, so- Soviet thing or the Cuba thing. Uh, or you can look at those examples that are being emulated now by the Democratic governments in the cities, and you can see that they are ruining the lives of poor people, even as they claim to be oozing all this love and compassion, they ruin the lives and trap people in permanent poverty. Yes, you and I have agreed that numerous times that the Democrats are, are a bunch of enablers when it comes to poor people with, with, with the social program. I totally agree with it. Okay, totally so then all I'm doing is going to the next natural level and say, let's have great schools. Get the food pantries out of the schools because the schools are supposed to educate and they can't educate. They don't educate. But, they, but yes. kids come to school on the time. Kids are showing up to school. And that's, why, and that's why God gave us charities, Don. But if you, if you have government do the charities, then charities become, their purpose becomes helping government get reelected, not... I, I heard you say that um, like two days ago, that charity thing where the American poor should depend on charity. So what you're actually saying... Well, it's better than when, government. Charities are very good at helping people, and government is oppressively Todd, wasteful. Todd, what you're actually saying is when the privileged belly is full and overflowing, then they give the poor the scraps. That's what you're saying. Well, if you, if you, what you're doing is plugging things into an old paradigm that you get handed by the plunderers who ruin everything, and then they tell you how rich people are the problem. But rich people didn't make poverty. Poverty is made by life, and you need a way in life to get yourself out of poverty. The worst way to get out of poverty is depending on government. That's the worst charity there is because government is in, doesn't have as its purpose helping people. It has as its purpose getting more power. That means anyone it claims to be helping is just a step along the ladder to them having more power. 
it's easy to see if you would just open your eyes up to it. You're so close, Don. Jim Watkins joins us now. My friend, Jim Watkins, who is a good conservative guy, sometimes a radio talk host, sometimes, he, well, he, he oversees hundreds of websites. The, the latest one is... Any of my own. <laughs> the, the latest one is jimwatkins1.com, just the symbol one, jimwatkins1.com. He's the guy who used to do the COVID reports. He jumps on whatever the big thing is at any given time and, um, and uh, benefits from it as best he can and benefits us with the good information and uh, ideas that he puts out. So what's, uh, what's going on with you, Jim? Well, I was very taken by what you just said. Um, I, I, I think you're right about that. We, you know, the, our initial desire is always to help our fellow man. <clears throat> but as the old adage goes, you know, you can teach a man to fish or you can give him a piece of fish. Uh, so, and that's what the government does. The government gives you a piece of fish. And you know what? Uh, it's not particularly delicious. No, and it's usually undercooked and, and everything else. So, Right on on that one. No, I, I'm actually grieving today a little bit for Tom Brady. Uh, and I know a lot of your listeners, it's the end of an era. Uh, the man, I find him to be a, a modern-day hero. And I thought he was very appropriate today in his short but sweet video that went viral. And I, I'm going to miss him. I did get a chance to see him this year. Uh, he lost terribly. And I was quite embarrassed. But, you know, I got to see the GOAT. And... um and I got to see the goat with my friend, uh, my uh, two sons. They took me there for my birthday. So, you know, it's the end of an era, and that's all. Wait, where did they take you for your birthday? One tier, uh, to the see the Tampa Bay Bucks. Oh, to play. the to the game. I thought yeah, you drove over to his house today or something. No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, but you know, just just a thought on that because you know, seven Super Bowls. Uh, that's pretty spectacular. It's going to be a long time before somebody catches up to that. You know, I so. have to say though, I feel differently about Tom Brady today than I did a year ago. A year ago, he well, retired, and he he well because I think he, the uh, less appealing underbelly got revealed over the last year. I think he was less appealing, and you know because things got tough and and some ugliness emerged from his personality and from his life. So he got more balanced, I think, in our perspective. What we got to see over the last year undid some of the halo that that uh, sat atop his head and followed him everywhere during the uh, 300 years of football career he had before that. Yeah. Well, and some of that, like you say, that, that shine – kind of fell off of him seeing particularly when he was uh, seen getting outraged during some games where they were clearly not doing very well as a team. But, uh, you know, I, I think consistency is one of his strong points. And I think maybe he even sensed. I'll tell you the other thing too, is my sons were quick to point out he was 45 years old. And now to me or to you or others, 45 seems young. But it's not young, especially if you're a football player and you're you're having to endure what they have to endure. But you know what? I felt like I felt like the problem wasn't his play in terms of was he too old to be playing the game. I, I feel like he's still if, when you watch him, you see a top notch quarterback. When you go in, when you flip over to the Patriots from the Bucks, you see a lame quarterback who someday may be a competent or somewhat ab above competent quarterback. But you don't. It's like watching a whole different game. 
to watch the great quarterbacks. I still knew you were watching a great quarterback who knew how to run a team, and if he had a team that could run a little better, he would have been doing it. It's more that I feel that the game has changed and that he made a miscalculation where where he couldn't let go and he decided to stay. But really it's a game now for young guys who've got, who can motor on their legs and who are innovative and creative. It's just a different job. Now they're, they're, yeah, the no, game isn't about point. quarterbacks who just fade back and stand there in the pocket so much anymore. No, you're absolutely right. That was one of the advantages that Philadelphia had going in this weekend with their quarterback. And then Mahomes is, is very much, very, very, aggressive in that way uh he can run with that ball he is so, magic uh, you watch Mahomes yeah. play and you say brady you're a dinosaur go your time no. has passed you're wonderful it's been great watching you know when your time is over and leave and then the thing with his wife oh it's just a you know the 10 second divorce these guys yeah. are like you know there are no feelings everything's business with them yeah and all the husbands and wives fight about that too you know, uh, I've noticed in any kind of conversation that comes up about that, the husbands will, will take Brady's position. Well, geez, man, I love it. I, you know, then the wife, well, no, Giselle had every right. He was a skunk. He, she should have left them five years ago. But I don't but, see uh, a good guy between the two of them. They're both sharks who, who are yeah. just swimming and eating 24 seven. Yeah. She doesn't need his money. She's got a hundred million dollars. <laughs> Is that um, all she has? I thought she was really rich. Well, it's probably more than that, yeah. yeah. So the other thing big, I think, that people are going to start talking about is the State of the Union, which is coming up. Oh, no. Good, big guy. They shouldn't and let started, Joe Biden give speeches. Oh, man, that's what I'm looking forward to. I, uh, just, <laughs> I love it. Hey, I've seen some great comedians now getting the vibe of Biden, and I think it's funny to, to watch people make fun of him. Four hundred uh, million, Roland says. Four hundred million, she's worth. Oh, four hundred million dollars. Yep. Yeah, she doesn't need Brady. She can buy <laughs> and sell a few Tom Brady's, no problem. At least. So, but count the accomplishments. This is what I I I would share with your audience: is think about all of Biden's accomplishments in the last two years. He's he's uh, he's caused inflation, recession. Crime is up, suicide is up, drug use is up, drug he deaths is so are consistent, up. isn't he? Yeah, eggs and poultry prices have skyrocketed. It's like he's got the Midas touch. <laughs> Everything he touches ends up falling apart. Jim, uh, it's a, so, it, we're we're having too good of a conversation. I'm sorry, we can't ruin it with Joe Biden. We've got like uh, 90 seconds left. Tell us about your new website, jimwatkins1.com, and what's going on there. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's of course my opinion, just like others, but it's also tied to the speaking out podcast, which is out there on the, on the multiple platforms. It's an extension, if you will, of the conservative viewpoint. And I, what drives me, Todd, is what drives you. Uh, the, the silent majority must not be silent anymore. So my voice is in there with the cacophony of other voices, but my unique uh, life experience, I think, allows me to relate a little bit more to, to, to the average folks, you know, uh, to the people that have uh, had to deal with all this. And, and we don't like big government. And that's what my entire persona would be is I don't like leave me alone. You know, get out big of my government is hateful. Kind of... Big government harms people Evil. and is inhumane. 
That's what big government is. Mm-hmm. And it's and it proving it. Freedom. Yeah, it's proving it right now. Everywhere. It hates freedom. So, Jim. Yeah. And, uh, and again, it's uh, Speaking Out with Jim Watkins, the podcast, and jimwatkins1.com. And that's how you can get more information. It's always pleasure to and, and i know you guys are enjoying really great weather right now well but you're enjoying it on the backs of those in the south that are freezing their butts off today yeah we're so. getting cold we got the cold coming so don't worry about us yeah. and watch out for the killer ice they keep uh, national tv this morning i was watching deadly ice storms wreck the country i was worried about you when i heard that jim thank <laughs> you for being here sir until next time todd talk to you soon that's jim watkins go to jim watkins one dot com eight six zero five two two nine eight four two we got the rants coming up i'm sorry they got delayed because jim got delayed i mean got early and uh, mark christopher's in the bps lawyers traffic center what's the latest on the roads things clear up in the city mark listen after the end of a good fight you deserve an ice cold reward medella is the mark of a fighter you've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp refreshing taste because you know the bigger the fight the better the reward you put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. To the Todd Feinberg Show on the free Odyssey app. Download and like WTIC and follow Todd Feinberg today. Sorry, I'm just looking for all my followers. Where are you? Oh, if you want to follow me on Twitter, at Todd Talk. At Todd Talk. 860-522-9842. So this half hour, we're going to get the rants going. Because we, we forgot about the rants the last half hour. I was too busy with, uh, well, you heard it. Dave in Brantford, hi. Yeah, Todd, uh, I didn't conduct a huge stu- study, but on the local TV news and all the local papers, I noticed a commonality of the signage at the police anti-police rallies for the, the guy in Memphis who got beaten to mm-hmm. death. Uh, basically, on the top of the sign, it said, the people demand, and then it had end police terror or jail killer cops. And then the banner at the bottom always said, party for socialism and liberation. And these were uh, separate cities in New Haven, Hartford, Memphis, and Washington, D.C. All had these common signs. I looked in my New York Post for the last week. The the New York Post had good pictures. They had defund police, stop pig violence. But that was CPUSA, which is Communist Party USA, Mm -hmm. Hammer and Sickle signs, and Young Communist League. And I'm telling you this, Todd, because I come from the, the commies are hiding under the bed generation. It sure looks like, uh, given enough chance, the agitators and provocateurs of the commies amongst us are using this from some central planned location to spring out and agitate for trouble. I don't like it, and I'd, I'd like you and the audience to notice it. Dave, I have no idea. Who, I don't know who's paying for it, 
but it is obviously happening with a common denominator stirring the pot. Thank you for mentioning it. Good for us to know, Dave. Any other uh, telltale signs of what the source of the money might be? Uh, you know, I, I don't have any other source. I just noticed the commonality of signage and message. They all had bullhorns. And if you look closely at the pictures with the magnifying glass, you could see that the little bit of the logo of the, pol- the party for uh, socialism and liberation, I suspect a tidal wave of migrants coming from emerging commie countries, Venezuela, Nicaragua, and Cuba, maybe are part of this emerging movement. Words yes. like liberation is kind of a telltale of where the source of this yes. language is. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Dave. Good to talk with you. There's also the, um, the union aspect, because unions have tons of money, and they're socialist organizations. So there's that to consider as well. But it's important what Dave is doing. He's watching these protests over Tyree Nichols, and he's seeing that they're all organized, that they're not grassroots, but top-down. Very interesting stuff. Now, back to the Todd Feinberg Show, live from the NJ Diet Studios on WTIC News Talk 1080. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's talk to Ralph, who's been waiting for a while, and then we'll get some rants going. We will play the rants. Ralph, what's up? Uh, 73 and sunny down here, Todd. Wow, uh, you're having a cold spell, huh? Yeah, absolutely. We're supposed to have one this weekend. It's supposed to get down to 32. Uh, the reason I, I'm calling, Todd, is uh, the biggest racist, I think, in the U.S. Congress, Maxine Waters, and she gets away with it because she's female and black, uh, made a comment that some of the uh, Republican congressmen were uh, terrorists, and what I'd like to see the Republicans get off their butts and ask her, can we have a list of the names of those uh, Congress people who you believe are terrorists? And But nobody uh, calls her out. Nobody puts her feet to the fire, and she keeps getting away with it. And I'm just wondering, where's a couple of Republicans with the courage to get up on the floor of the House and say, prove what you're saying? And I guess what bothers me uh, a lot, you hear all these uh, – clowns in Washington making all kinds of accusations. And one day I would love to see the press say, where's your proof, please? Yeah, uh, that would be I nice. But it, that would, that's an era, a bygone error when people did their jobs. Well, you're, you're 100% correct. But, I mean, to me, that would be the best thing. And I think you'd see a lot of these politicians all ducking for cover because when they are put to task and say, okay, now prove what you're saying, they have no proof. They're just proving that they're big liars. Ralph, thank you so much and, for the call. Enjoy that nice, warm, toasty, comfortable, beautiful weather in South Carolina. 860-522-9842. Here come the rants, finally. You ready? Hello, Todd. I'm calling because I would like to know, where do we stand on the grand jury investigation on Ned Lamont? It seems to all have gone pretty quiet since after the election. Yeah, well, it, you know... They waited till after the election and they wait until they're done. And there is no media coverage of Ned Lamont and nobody wants to write about his problems because he's a rich guy who is in charge of government that wastes money like nobody's business. So the newspaper companies, which are starved, want to be at the receiving end as best they can of those dollars. Decision yet? Or are they just going to pretend that they did something? No, they'll they'll do it. I think I thought that it was very nice that Todd aired my limerick twice. 
He has said, we can see, that he likes poetry. I hope that this rhyme will suffice. They all suffice. They're way better than sufficient. Hi, Todd. Well, from what I understand, the people in the North End are having sewage problems. And for what it's worth, those poor people, and I'm sure they all take pride in their homes, are dealing with all that baloney. Well, you know what? Your Democratic mayor and your Democratic governor isn't helping you, is he? But they're around for your vote. Remember this next time, Ian. I think you all should lawyer up and uh, sue the state or somebody, or either that or make the governor and the mayor live in their basements for a couple days. Later. That was beautiful, Gladys. That was fantastic. It's like you don't use the telephone. You use a megaphone. Spectacular. American history, that's a bunch of malarkey. we got to fast-track these people in here. We need votes. Don't make fun of that word malarkey. I love that word malarkey. It's just such a Joeism. He should have T-shirts with that trademarked. Hi, Todd. I listened to a speech by Joe Biden over the weekend, and he used a phrase I find very interesting. He said, I give you my word as a Biden. Let's explore <laughs> that phrase. Joe Biden's been a professional politician, his entire life, best known for lying and plagiarizing. He was begotten by a professional car salesman, and he himself spawned a drug addict. So the Biden lineage goes from used car salesman to politician to drug addict. Who do you, word do you trust more? Uh, you left out president, too. So... You know, that, unfortunately, it belongs on that list. Hey, Todd, it's the American Patriot. Today's rant is about unfair and unbalanced Fox News at night. The other night, they had Tucker Carlson on, and on the bottom of the screen, it said, social media, Antifa going to burn down buildings. Now, if you are that irrelevant of a newscast, that you are getting news that you're going to put on your TV screen from social media where anybody can say anything and nobody knows who anybody is. If you get any news from social media, you're really, really dumb. Well, but that's all of us. If we get any news from the media, it's coming through social media. That's where all the media people find out what the hot stories are. And, and that's what drives the news today. It's remarkable. But... That's played a big role in the unprofessionalism of, of the media today. That and the fact that journalism's are, journalists are, are all lefty, anti-American, pro-communist type people. Uh, good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. It's me, Nedley the Nedley, or Nedley the whatever. My friends call me Nedley. <laughs> Nedley, Nedley, that's it. That bill's dead on arrival in the house there, unless <laughs> it's made by some of us Democrats. Anyways, I just want to use this format to introduce my new cigarette butt tax. It'll be like a deposit. Every cigarette butt you bring back, they're going to give you another nickel. <laughs> I bet the streets will be clean then, folks. All right, don't forget to pay your taxes and uh, vote for me. Call in a rant, by the way, anytime you like, 860-7501-4698. Hey, Todd, this is Jerry. Jerry! I am so disgusted with uh, this hemorrhoid of a president, Biden, and hemorrhoid Harris. 
on the border and the crime and the chaos. I, I read the New York Post every day, and I'm wow. so disgusted with the unappreciative migrants at that hotel and elsewhere not being cooperative. You know, we're putting in good faith efforts in getting them uh, food and, and water and shelter. After coming here illegally, come on, arrest them, put them in jail, and then deport them. All this would never have happened under President Trump. You know, time to go back to the Trump era policies and end this charade. Impeach Biden and get him the hell out of there. He's he's not he's good for nothing. Keep smiling as he's driving these uh, vehicles, photo ops, while, while the, the country's going to hell in a handbasket. Come on, forget about it. I can't wait till 2024. Get rid of these Democrats. Get rid of Biden and all these socialist liberals. Thank you. Well, thank you, Jerry. But I don't like to see you so aggravated. There was a story I found appealing in the in the uh, New York Post, and that was that veteran Watergate journalist Bob Woodward says he tried to warn Washington Post reporters about the infamous discredited Steele dossier when the Russiagate coverage first took off, but they weren't interested, according to a new report. Woodward was among those interviewed for a lengthy Columbia Journalism Review report published this week about the media's handling of the unproven allegations that Trump colluded with Russia during the 2016 election. In the interview, the 79-year-old reporter, famous for his White House coverage of Richard Nixon's Watergate scandal, recalled how he was quick to slam the largely discredited Trump dossier when it was first published in 2017. Woodward had dismissed the files, which were funded by Hillary Clinton's campaign and compiled by ex-British spy Christopher Steele as a garbage document during a January 2017 Fox News appearance. He then reached out to unnamed Washington Post reporters but claims they had no interest in his critique of the Steele dossier. Now, there is a story that tells you what is going on in American journalism today right there. I would focus on that sucker and news like that rather than the stuff about the migrants. It's easy to get upset about the migrants, but this is where the bodies are buried. Hi, Todd. I just listened to an interview with the owner of a jet leasing company. His business was flying billionaires to Davos for the World Economic Forum soiree. His uh, biggest issue uh, with that uh, uh, job, with that event, was uh, assembling enough unvaccinated air crews. So why the demand for unvaccinated air crews uh, by, by billionaires who can, have, uh, who can afford any kind of air crew they want? Well, it seems uh, these billionaire cognoscenti uh, know something that we don't know, um, thereby demanding to fly with pilots uh, less likely to stroke out, to suffer the, the, the common strokes, suffer the uh, kind of uh, uh, sudden adult death syndrome uh, that the regular vaccinated crews uh, and, and population in general seems to be experiencing. You think we're being lied to by someone? No, that doesn't happen. Not in politics, it doesn't. Just a reminder, on Wednesday, February 1st, another five census tax done. 
the sales tax for our gas. Thanks, Nettie. How about that? Hey, Todd, help me to understand this one. So the past few days, I hear how upset uh, a lot of people are with the language used at the Tyree Nichols beating. Mm -hmm. In fact, a few weeks ago, you highlighted the Waterbury cop who got fired for hurling profanities at that lady who drove to a construction site. But yet, a little while back, we saw Paul Pelosi get attacked by David the Hammer the Papi. And if you watched in that video, the two cops that entered, one says, O-S word, and another one says, give me your effing hand, not once, but twice. But I never heard anybody utter a word that they were upset about the use of the foul language there. So do we have a double standard when it comes to cops using bad words? So if a good cop is using the F-bomb while doing a good thing, we turn a deaf ear. But if it's a bad cop doing a bad thing while swearing, then we get upset. Mommy, the police officer said a bad word. Todd, you already know this, but humans are a strange bird. Well, that's true. But, um, you know, I, I think the feeling the need to defend the cops for uh, being so abusive in every way. There's, there was something about the language in 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 the Tyree Nich Nichols thing. It's it, it's just uh, out of control people who seem unprepared for the job, and and I think it maybe shed the their language in a different light, especially where it was so abundant. So I don't see those as good comparisons, just because the situations were different. But whatever, it's just their language. They're they're unprofessional in every way, unprepared for the job, unmanaged, living inside of a sick system that destroys the people it's supposed to protect. If you want to defend the language, have at it. Smitty from Plainville. Just wanted to mention how Governor Lamont feels he's going to cut down on gun crime and so forth. Doesn't he realize this is only hurting the good guy and the good gal? You can put all the laws out there, but yet the bad guy is always going to have a weapon. The old saying, when guns are outlawed, only the bad guy will have guns. Thank you, Todd. Have a good evening. Bye. Thank you, Smitty. Oh, I'm so sick of this jolly nag. He thinks we're that stupid. He's going to take credit for uh, less crime. What about the shootings in Hartford that happen almost on a daily basis? Yeah, they don't say, count. Oh, well, the crime's down, so we can shut down the Enfield prison. The only reason they're going to shut it down, it's probably uninhabitable, and they have to shut it down. Otherwise, spend billions or millions to uh, uh, rebuild it. Oh, well, that's stupid. I can't stand Lamont. Uh, you know, I think it's probably more that they've just let half of the prisoners out over the last decade and a couple thousand during COVID, I think, and without a standard that anyone's aware of. I am so glad that Richard Blumenthal can quote Taylor Swift. Obviously, this is much more important than the fentanyl drug issue, illegal flooding the border, crime, inflation. 
Glad to see Bloomy is at it again. Another photo op. You know, it's interesting how much we complain about politicians, but most people don't blame the system, the way it's designed. But that's what it's all about. There shouldn't be politicians. There shouldn't be government. There shouldn't be the theft of people's money by the government. None of this stuff should exist. It exists because they have the power to funnel as much of our money into their pockets as they choose. And they have the power to lie to us about what they're doing with the money, totally trick us. And because most people fall for the tricks. That's what it comes down to. All of this is fixable as soon as we get behind a philosophy that treats these plunderers like the people they are. They are the modern-day Bonnie and Clydes. They, they, they steal all this money. Well, I guess the, the, the joke would be, why are you running for office? Why do you want to be a politician? Why are you doing all that work to get elected? Why are you going to Hartford to serve in the state legislature? And Because uh, that's where the money is. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.